Welcome to the Frugal Family Home Podcast, where my goal is to help you be more intentional with your time, your money, and your life. I'm your host, Shelly Olson from frugalfamilyhome.com. Welcome to episode 41 of the Frugal Family Home Podcast. And today we're talking about cheap versus frugal. And if it really matters if you're cheap or frugal or if it makes any difference in saving you money. First, we should start by kind of defining frugal, thrifty, and cheap because some people have different thoughts about these words. So when I think about frugal or thrifty, I think they're pretty interchangeable. That they mean someone who really wants to save money or make the most of their resources and being careful not to be wasteful. And most people associate thrifty or frugal as a positive thing, something that they don't mind being called. It's it's a good term to use. And frugal can also mean just simple or plain or nothing fancy, just the basics that you need for something to function. Now, cheap, on the other hand, sometimes cheap kind of has negative emotions with it. It kind of makes you envision someone stingy with their money, never wanting to pay full price, and almost like they're trying to cheat the system to get something for almost nothing. But I like to think of cheap as in the terms of quality. If something's cheaper, then it might be lesser quality. And that's how I think about um, cheap. So when I'm cheaping out, I'm willing to take a lesser quality item for a lesser price. And so that's the difference that I see between frugal, thrifty, and cheap. Does it really matter whether you're frugal or cheap at all? Well, I think a lot of people use cheap and frugal interchangeable And, but you know, I see them differently, like we just explained. You can be a frugal person and buy expensive items, um, like appliances, because you know it's going to last you three times as long as the less expensive, probably less quality product. You can also be a cheap person and buy items at their cheapest, lowest price to save money. And most of the time, this works out great. But if it's an item that you need, to last, being cheap could cause you problems. Now, the main problem with being cheap all the time is there are times where it's good to save money. There's times where you should look more into quality and longevity. So there's nothing wrong with being cheap on items that don't need to last. I buy cheap paper plates, cheap napkins, Why? Because we're going to use them once and then throw them away. Well, really, we recycle them, but they they don't tend to stick around very long, so they don't need to be the highest quality. The paper plates might bend, they might leak a little, the napkins might tear in half, but in general, they do their job, it's a short-lived job, and they're done. So they don't need to be a higher quality. The same goes for many other paper products in the house. We don't use many paper products, but the ones that I do use, they are just for a quick clean up and nothing that needs to really hold up to scrubbing and things like that. For scrubbing jobs, I have e-cloths or I have 
cut up t-shirts and cut up towels, things like that. If I need to do a quick cleanup, that needs scrubbing. Otherwise, a paper towel for cleaning something yucky up that I don't want to go through my washer is perfect. And again, they don't really have to be expensive. They can be cheaper products because I'm only using them once. But when you cheap out and don't spend as much on a product that you need to last, it can end up costing you more in the long run. So here's an example that happened in our life. We bought our house and it had a really old dishwasher. I think the dishwasher was from like the 70s. It groaned and it made a lot of noise when it ran. And finally, it just gave up and died. So we needed a new dishwasher. We went out. We picked out one. It was a lower-end model, nothing too fancy, but it was also a cheaper brand. It was a couple hundred dollars. We thought, ah, it'll work. No problem. We didn't opt for the more expensive brands. We installed it. It was great. It worked great. It cleaned the dishes. It was quieter than that really old dishwasher. But guess what? It didn't last. We got maybe 18 months, maybe 24 at the most. I can't remember exactly, but it didn't last long at all. And then we were stuck with taking the old dish, the newer broken dishwasher out, finding a way to get rid of, buying the new one, installing the new one, and all that took time and effort. And it wasn't something that was fun. So as I began to shop for our now second dishwasher in three years, I decided we're going to go with a little higher quality one, maybe something that would last. So I did my research and found one. And I found that, hmm, this is weird because our last dishwasher was a couple of hundred dollars. And here's one for $3.99, just, but it's a higher quality model and it's a base model, but it didn't cost that much more. But guess what? That dishwasher lasted 15, 16 years. That's right. I mean, five times the length of time for a couple hundred dollars more than the equivalent of the lesser brand. So it was definitely well worth it to take the time to find a higher quality one and to spend a little bit of extra money to get a higher quality item on something you don't want to have to replace. Now, you might be saying, well, that's great and all, but more expensive items, you know, how are we going to get that and stay on budget? And there is a way to purchase bigger ticket items frugally. And I'll go through the process here of what I do to get the best buy I can on big ticket items to help you. So first off, we want to do some research. You need to do research and talk to friends, neighbors, and family. Ask them if you're looking for an appliance. Ask them which brand do you have? How do you like it? How long has it last? Has there been any problems? How many repairs? It's amazing. If you ask, people are more than willing to share their experiences with you. And this way you can have a trusted opinion on a lot of different brands. But you do need to ask because a lot of times people won't volunteer this information because they don't want to meddle or they think you're not interested. So be sure to ask others and see what they have as far as brands and if they like them or not. The next thing you want to do to frugally shop for more expensive items is to look over reviews. And so you want to go and actually look at the reviews. You can look at the star rating, but make sure to go and read through the reviews. Because when you're looking at reviews and you're reading them, some people will leave a poor review 
that has nothing to do with the quality or the performance of the item. And they might just give it one star because they couldn't figure out how to program it or something like that. And maybe that's important to you. But when I'm looking to buy something to save myself money and to last a long time, I want to know the performance and the quality that people see. And then look for trends and reviews you might find an item that has five stars, but all of those five star and four star reviews was three years ago. And the ones in the last few years have two or three stars because something has happened. Sometimes companies change hands, they get bought out, and maybe the quality isn't the same. So be sure to pay attention to the dates on these and try to pay more attention to the most recent review. Now you've talked to your family and you've looked over reviews Now it's time to go to a testing publication. Now I like to look at consumer reports and I actually pay for a month's um, subscription to it so I can look up what I want to look up and learn what I want to learn about different um, brands and how they've rated them. And you might actually be able to find issues of consumer reports at your local library or even view them online. So be sure to check your library first. I know our library has some and that you can um, view online or go to the library and read. So be sure to check that out to save even more money and not have to pay for the subscription for a month, but it is pretty reasonable too. At Consumer Reports, they give the pros and cons of each one and cost to reliability and performance and features. So it's really nice to be able to look and see how the products actually performed. And I I have found it really, really valuable to look through those and you know, you might be able to get access to those for free um, through your library. So those are the three steps that I take. And one example that I used this in was to buy a vacuum. Years ago, we would go through a vacuum probably once a year. It was crazy. We had pets and young children and we vacuumed a lot. So our vacuum cleaners would only last maybe a year 18 months if we were lucky. So we were spending almost $100 a year for a vacuum. And I thought, man, can't we save more money by just buying a higher quality vacuum that will last? And so I started doing research. I asked family. I remember the kind of vacuum my mom and grandma had that seemed to last forever because they were really old when I used them as a kid. And we just started doing research to find the best vacuum we could. Well, we finally narrowed it down to two different brands, and then I started shopping. And I ultimately decided to buy a used one. We actually found one on Craigslist for under $200. And the people had just two years before paid $2,400 for this vacuum, but it looked almost brand new. We brought it home. We replaced a few parts that were a little edgy, a little worn. And with a total of $300, we had a really nice $2,400 vacuum at home to use. And it worked wonderfully. And it's continued to work wonderfully for over 10 years. Yes, it's still running. It's still the vacuum I use today for 
a whole investment of $300 to begin with. And then over the last 10 years, we have only spent $200 and that's with shipping to get parts when things wore out or we needed replacement bags. So for a total cost of $500, we've had a vacuum for the last 10, 11 years. Now, if I continued spending $100 to $150 every year on a less lesser quality vacuum, I would have spent upwards of $1,500 over the last 10 years instead of just $500, a third of the cost because I bought a higher quality item and when it needed a small part replaced, we did it ourselves. So this is just one example of doing your research, spending a little extra money, And in this case, we didn't actually spend that much more money and buying a higher quality item can really help you to save money over the long run. So I would say it's really not frugal versus cheap. I think it's frugal and cheap. There's times where you wanna be more frugal and really maximize your dollars by maybe doing some work and finding the best, highest quality item for your money. And there's other times where you just wanna buy an inferior product for less money because you know you don't need it to last. I say cheap out on those one-time use items or items that you don't need to last and spend some time and get a higher quality product that will last when you really need a product to last. So that's it for this episode. If you'd like to read through the show notes, head on over to the blog at frugalfamilyhome.com forward slash podcast forward slash 41. And if you enjoy this podcast or any of our other ones, head on over to iTunes or the Google Music Play Store and leave us a review. I would really appreciate it. Thanks so much for listening and we'll see you next time.